We are back in the wonderful calculated conversation radio show. Yes. In the house. We've made it. On air. Tuesday to y'all. Direct. Not live, but direct. Yeah. Direct. So we uh we happy to be here. It uh it's good vibes, mm-hmm. good energy, surrounded by positivity. Yes. Um, great conversations on the way into the station. Yes, yes. Having conversations with other show hosts in here yeah. has further enlightened our awareness of other people. And shout out Charlisa. Shadowbox, that is. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, Shadowbox is her name. She is a beautician, I believe. Yes. Has her own shop. Um, on 209 oh, wait, wait. <laughs> oh I hope she don't hear this um, but yeah great conversations with her and her crew um, so we back and uh, how's it going brother oh well right quick who are you oh my name is uh, they call me David Jefferson yes and I'm one of the host of Calculated Conversation I'm one half and the other half is Cam Jones right here Talking to your ear. Yes, yes. How you been, though, man? Good, good, good. I think I saw one of your um, social media accounts say Jan Cones. Was that intentional? Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, that's what I did on the gram. Oh, okay. That yeah. was cool, man. That was a nice little twist. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's kind of tight. A little play on it. That could be a real, you know, that's like a, you know, <laughs> that could be somebody. That's like, the, that's that's usually on the uh, on the podcast where that came from, on the Unrefined Sophisticates podcast. Start using Jan Cones as the <laughs> as the uh, the alias for for the stories that 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 get told sometimes. Uh, that's just running under that moniker. That sounds like that's one of them weird names that kind of sound like somebody might be a millionaire. Right? <laughs> Your Honor, the multi-billionaire Jan Cones has just landed in Europe. Look, and he's set to meet with the organization out there. Too. I should have I hit for a lotto ticket. <laughs> that's what I'm going to pick it up under Jan Cones. Right, right. <laughs> no, everything's good, man. Um, I know we got some good conversations lined up, as we always do. Um, if anybody's in Tacoma or know somebody out there, we will definitely be, uh, we being the Calculated Conversation radio show, will be at the Boys Club in Tacoma next Sunday, yes. uh, February 16th, um, speaking from, well, the event goes from 2 to 6. Yeah. Um, which Boys Club? I don't know if they got more than one out there. And somebody asked me, is it on Hilltop? I was like, I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> Serena was like, is it Hilltop? Yeah, I, I grew up there. I was like, okay, okay. First of all. Hella <laughs> bumped up. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we we excited. Um, you know, That's going to um, be a good one. Getting to, you know, getting the love shown back to the show, um, what we're talking about. You know, more and more we starting to hear from people like, just gratitude for that the show exists because, um, you know, apparently, you know, people are saying they just don't get a chance to really hear shows like this. Um, and we blessed to be a part of bringing um, fresh perspectives and, and, you know, new and unique ideals. I wouldn't really say unique. I would just say, I guess our spin is quite 
it's quite probably different than maybe it's, it's been presented, you know, yeah. in other avenues. And that's the part that makes it unique <clears throat> is the way in which it's right. being presented to the to the peoples. Right. Yeah, and then on top of that too, taking in that uh anything dealing with the up and comings. So being able to have an opportunity to engage with the youth, that's that's clutch. Right. And I feel like we got a, a, some good dialogue. And I know that was kind of back with the up and over. I know you used yeah, to do that. Yeah, and yeah. so you got you got some experience in that realm. Yeah, yeah, it's fun, man. Uh, I've definitely been to some boys clubs and been to a bunch of schools, and it's always exciting because you it just it feels like you are uh, in a room full of people that actually are curious. Mm-hmm. Um, a part of the reason is they want to. Um, aspire to be something great and so in doing so i do believe we get an opportunity to um help change a lot of the narrative i think of uh, what success looks like Mm -hmm. and what it is and i think that's the most important thing you know as we go into you know prisons and um you know juvenile detentions and things like that I think that definition, I, you know, I always stick with that idea of just the definition of success. And that's something I definitely uh, want to incorporate, you know, um, you know, in sort of the, the workshop for the kids. Because yeah. if we can focus on how they define it, you know, I think we can change what they do to get it. Right. You know, and that's really what my focus is. I really see that that's clear, you know, and I think that's where we're special at. Um, we're not tooting our own horn, but beep, beep. <laughs> uh, you know Sam but you know just having that well-rounded view of kind of both sides of the fence you know coming from the streets and and actually being a part of these ideals at one time and thinking mm-hmm. that they were they they were law you yeah. know and that they were normal uh and now coming up out of that you know um sort of waking up I guess so to speak and looking back and be like wait a minute like that wasn't healthy mm-hmm. you know that wasn't get that wasn't really success I was looking for I was more yeah. looking to fit in yeah you know and I think talking about individual success and being able to you know plant the seeds of individuality you know you get it people you get it kids I think a chance to take advantage of themselves like I always say instead of letting society take advantage of them and, and tell them who they are you yeah. know and so I really I like that they get a chance to see People like us coming from the streets, you know, even still dressed pretty normal, pretty casual, pretty streetwear. Right. Um, but being able to, you know, show this same, you know, vision that you typically see, but giving you a different aspect of the experiences of us, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, like. I think it's it's, it's <clears throat> a major part of it, again, is in presentation and reflection, right? Because we mirror a lot of who they are. Why? Right. Because we understand that. Right. And I think it's also having this still, even being at the level we're at as far as unlearning, right. we still understand why people subscribe to these ideas in the it first place. Makes sense. Right? And it's, some of the points are very valid. You yeah. know what I mean? That's why when having these conversations, I know I'm never pushing and telling somebody what they should or should not be doing, right. as opposed to just expressing, uh, uh, you know, my, my learning curve right. and the people around me what their learning curve has been. Right. And these are the ways to kind of make these steps. But again, never taken away because I do understand that when your identity is attached to these ideals yeah. and so on, like we talk about that often, once you're attached to that, that feels like who you are. And right. somebody's uh, essentially telling you who you are is not 
what's up? Right, right, right. <laughs> and that can be damaging to an ego, and usually we'll be met with someone shutting down unless they're ready to have those conversations. So, again, I don't think it's a thing like we're shoving it down people's no. throats, but it's just this idea that if this is something you're looking to do, this is how it can look. It doesn't have to Yes. It doesn't have to go too far off of who you are. You can present yourself, yeah. but there is a mode to operate under, right? right. And again, it's, it's the way in which we do this calculated conversation. This is for people who are receptive to it, who are open to it. Mm -hmm. It may not be this year that these words resonate. It might be next year, because right. that's where somebody's at a point that they're ready for that. Right. You know, you think of through these years, um, looking at me being in my mid-30s now and thinking that I thought at 20, I was like, okay, I'm going to change some things. And then realized, like, uh, I didn't so much change the things. I shifted how I was doing the things, but right. it was just as <laughs> extra, right? Right, right? And and having these moments because I wasn't really ready to look at myself. I was still young, right? right. And then getting a little bit older and getting to the point of actually having some isolation, which that's the thing that I, I we talked about of even the off-air conversation had to kind of do with that alone time and yeah. being with self. Right. And then, <clears throat> so with that, I was thinking about that a little bit. It was like, you know, some people don't have that opportunity. You know, I, I think about especially youth, right? Or even you're young in 20-somethings. You're mm -hmm. thinking of being in the house with family, right? right? right. We, we, we in here. Right. And so having that space and that mental alone time really isn't a luxury that's afforded to some people. And it's right. like, that's a, that's a, can be a struggle in itself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause that's that, that constant, almost no time to be able to sit and reflect. But right. those, you know, I mean, and that could be done with going and doing walks or, you know, mm -hmm. sitting in the cars, there's many ways to get to it, but just looking at where people may not be thinking or able to think outside of what can't be done, right? <laughs> right? So right. we're taking it a step further with these are the possibilities. I'm not saying that this stuff is uh, easy, fair, but it's all worth it. Right, That's, right. <laughs> that's yeah. the, the bigger piece. And again, presenting it in a way that looks like something you understand, spoken right. <laughs> in a language that you can interpret. Right, right. Um, that, yeah, that's that's the most powerful part of it, you know, and the... You know, going back to the success part, you know, like you said, I, we definitely got to understand. We got to be able to empathize with that. And, yes. we, and we know what they're doing. Like, we understand what it is. It's a, a level of identification that you get from wherever you grow up at, hey, you know. Tied um, to it. That's why a lot of people do what's around them. I mean, it's pretty human and normal to do what's around you. Oh, yeah. We group-minded. Group we don't always get a chance to... Um, I ain't going to say monitor it, but we don't always get a chance to depict it as choose if it's negative or positive, I guess. Mm -hmm. You know, like we just kind of have to accept what it is. Some people just got wrapped into a positive natural life because of who they were around. And some people got yeah. wrapped in, you know, and they didn't really have a choice either way. Mm -hmm. You know, you grew up in a group full of, you know, free thinkers. I mean, chances are you're going to naturally be a free thinker. Yeah. You know, you grew up in a house full of criminals or a neighborhood full of criminals. You're going to think that that's the way for a while because, in the, you know, in, in the intermediate, in the immediate, mm -hmm. this is what you're going to see as success. You're yeah. going to see people doing fun things and great things that do these things for a living or, yeah. or whatever. They're going to do things that you want to do. Right. So just being able to, um, you know, be a role model or, you know, just be looked up to by some members of society, including the kids. I mean, we get a chance to, like you said, show them that um, finding some success doesn't have to look like 
everything you're used to. Exacto. Um, Mundo. There's a, there's a, if this is your goal, you know, if your goal is trying to identify yourself, it's your goal to, you know, have a great life or, you know, maybe it's having money or maybe it's having nice things, you know, there's always, you know, a, a great way to make that happen, yeah. you know, not just the one way that we all think is so natural and normal, you know. So being able to attack that is, I think, extremely instrumental uh, in making some change and uh, changing that narrative overall. Like, that's yeah. really important because once we get a hold of that, then we can really, I think we can guide them towards themselves. Okay. You know, so. That made me think of um, one of the books that I'm reading through um, that had to do with just, like, different thinking strategies. And one of the sections has to do with creative thinking. And... It talks about how <clears throat> when we're making decisions most of the time, uh -huh. trying to figure things out, we default to logic, right? Mm -hmm. That make it makes sense. This is this should be after one, two should be followed by three, right? That's right. <laughs> the logic. And how sometimes having to step back and approach a problem creatively. Mm -hmm. How can I make this work? Instead of being like, I can't do that, I can't, I don't know, how can I make this work? And the answer isn't always just simple right or let me start step let me step back the answer sometimes is simple it's just outside of what you would immediately think about mm -hmm. and one of the examples um that that like stuck in my head was this <laughs> talking about a semi that got stuck going in an underpass mm -hmm. or an overpass underpass under an overpass and got stuck and how the crews were trying to get this truck out. They, it was wedged in far enough that they got brought the troll truck out, tried to tow it, wasn't budging. They're going through all these ideas that are, again, logical, this right. makes sense, right. and how they had to back away. And one of the guys uh, on scene called his son. It was like a 10-year-old. Gave him a call and asked him, like, what would you, how would you get this truck out of here if it was up to you. And he said his son was like, oh, did you let the air out the tires? And they were like, oh, let the air out the tires. That dropped it down a few inches, and then they were able to pull that out. Mm. And again, <laughs> those things that are right there sometimes, and it's just having to over yeah. to, to jump out of just your basic logic. Right. And sometimes it's being creative. It's a creative approach. And I think that when... You, 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 there are some people that are naturally just have that. Like we think of people who are just natural salespeople. They see, right. uh, see a way to to profit, benefit, or whatever, and they're able to to execute that from a young age. There's also people who are just great in conversation, who are right. good at being able to identify traits in people, and those typ people typically turn into managers or mm -hmm. you know some type of role where they're facilitating and bringing people together. You know, we talk about people who are good at networking and putting people together because they're good at seeing your skills set his skill set and i think that's that ability to think outside of the box being creative as far as how you can kind of see things and that goes into even you know with some of the idea of these visions of what success is right where it there's other ways like let's say you know mm -hmm. give just the, the basic instance of like uh, being an athlete right mm -hmm. there's many of jobs that you can be in the sports realm without necessarily being on the field on the court, right. yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there's a, a, a lot of stuff that your skill set can be applied to, but it's sometimes getting this little box of thinking that yeah. people get thrown into. And it's like just if being able to step back and realize you can still get to that goal. You can still be a part of this world or, or whatever that lane is, but sometimes you may have to go a different route 
in in order to 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 meet back up yeah, <laughs> at that that, yeah. that freeway entrance. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just wanting to be able to give that to the young right. that conversation that it is sometimes it things are not linear, right? right? You got to go all over the place sometimes. It's up, down, left, right. Life is wide. They say yeah. life is short, but no, it's wide. Right. <laughs> so we got to take some of that, and that's what we were wanting to be able to dump into the minds of these young dudes. And again, doing it from a place that is recognizable right. to them. To them. Yes. And uh, that, you know, before we continue, I know we got some topics to talk about, but, uh, you know, and I feel like that happens with, you know, I definitely do believe that what we're doing is kind of an example of that. I don't. You know, we never thought that we would be doing a radio show. Not at all. <laughs> you know, and it wasn't like it was a choice. It wasn't a goal. You know, right. it wasn't. Um, this was in none of my journals. <laughs> yeah, right. We didn't write this down when we were little and say, I want to talk on the radio. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just like, you know, it's being ourselves is why we're here. You know, um, tapping into who we are, you know, um, and getting to the places and surround uh, surrounding ourselves around the energy um, that help us identify, you know, the true character and you know the true values of what we represent. Yeah. So we didn't really have a choice to be here, you know. Uh, we just here. Uh, we we built to do this, you know. And I think that's part of finding yourself, you know. Mm-hmm. And and again, you know, where we come from, people don't have dreams of. Being having having to talk show radio and having to talk about these kinds of issues, it's not what you don't really you don't really think of that you know growing up you know Um, but it can happen you know and there's other ways for other people to express themselves and to find out I think where you fit in the bigger scheme of things and you know there basically there's a there's there's a solid place laid out for everybody in this world you know there's a solid place that. The world needs you to be. Aye. And it doesn't matter where you want to be or where you think you should be or where you thought you were going to be. There's a place where the world needs you to be in order for it to move move further and, and more and for it to make more sense, you know, to you and the people around you. Right. You know, and I think that, you know, in teaching people to, to tap into that is what's gonna overall make the world a better place and it's gonna make more sense for more people. And then as more people start to do that you know, we'll start to build a more peaceful place because people are happy within themselves. Right. You know, so that's really what the goal is of this whole calculated conversation thing, you know, um, radio show uh, and being able to go talk about this with the kids and try to give them some type of a a leeway into their own future, I think is an amazing opportunity and a high responsibility, you know, which we accept with open arms, you know. Yes, a lord. Hey, man. <laughs> now we got some real stuff to talk about. No, yeah, yeah. Nah, nah. We got, you know, a couple couple topics. Something I was, you know, have been thinking a little bit about <clears throat> um, earlier, which I shot shot a question out into the, to the, to the socials. Um, thinking about just communication in general. And, you know, I... I think I was doing some reflecting on conversations that I've had in the past where the communication has broke down. And usually when I'm in a situation where the communication has broken down, mm-hmm. I try to see where I went wrong. Right. It, I don't put it on the other person. And that's like a lot of people that hear me talk and have conversations about issues that I've had. I highlight where I was at. 
as opposed to putting it on the other person. I usually give the other person the benefit of they were coming from a place that I wasn't understanding. Right. (laughs) Right. No matter how much. And that's just the way I'm wired. I'm trying to figure out on my end, how can I improve this? Because effective communication no matter what, I should be able to get my part out. They should be able to get their part out. And even if we don't necessarily come to a resolve, there's at least both sides having given what they wanted to give (laughs) to one another or get that off of their chest, whatever that may be. And so in that spiral of thoughts that I was having, it kind of went down um, just memory lane and realizing in moments of your mind kind of moving fast. And I feel like I'm usually able to come from a very logical place, very calm. But then those moments where the emotion jumps into it, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Where it's like, now I'm feeling as cliche as it is triggered by something and understand that I'm no longer operating with, I guess at my, my best uh, uh, form, this is coming out of me. Just now I'm just saying words. Right. And tying that in with a charged up emotion, Mm -hmm. What am I going to end with? Right. So typically when I, I catch that, it's like, nope, let me stop. What am I doing? Like right. I, I've, I've managed to get good, but I have not always been good at catching that. Right. Right. right, right. And so I see that in a lot of places. Once that, like people talk about seeing red, like just it's once they go, they go. Right. 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 And not being able to capture that. And I think there's a lot of people also who don't want the confrontation that comes with sometimes voicing your opinion or not even your opinion, voicing your issue, right? right? right. With whatever the exchange is, mm-hmm. there's people who don't necessarily have that, or it could be, you know, not just in a, in a personal setting, this could be at work and trying to address a coworker, right. a, a, a manager, you know, whatever that may be mm-hmm. and see people who kind of shrink in those settings. Right. And it's like, so it just got me going, you know, and kind of, kind of thinking of how, like what are the what seems to be a common thing or trying to find out of other people like what their their areas that they feel like they would like to improve on right. when it comes to communicating effectively right. with the people around them and um, so it's like a couple couple of these little parts or a couple of these parts a couple of people that I want to go ahead and uh, give some of the feedback that they gave and so that that was the question is what are some areas you'd want to improve with your communication right. Um, Somebody answered being clear and concise. Uh, sometimes I have a hard time organizing my thoughts. So many thoughts pass by that depending on the conversation, and this is usually in regards to serious conversations, I can go on a tangent and not be as clear as I want to be. Right. Another person, um, I struggle with emotional combos. I'm not an emotional person, so it's hard for me. It makes me uncomfortable. Right. Someone else, I want to be better at being direct, but in that, showing compassion and empathy. Balance question mark right defense is my best offense in every situation and honestly haven't mastered even the conversation in my head to explain it if that makes sense right kind of get that (laughs) but uh but it seems kind of it's interesting just in these you know these couple comments that it 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 has to do with the clarity right 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 it has to do with the clarity and them and i think that goes back into that where that emotion is kind of playing in because you're charged up in that moment, if it's, you know, frustration, it may not, you know, necessarily always be anger. It could be whatever emotion that's seeping in. Right. Um, or this is just something crazy important. And you want this person to understand and you're trying to give this. And I think that that's a big one is the lady saying that 
going on tangents. Mm-hmm. And for the listeners who have been listening for a while, you know, I've pointed out before in conversations that are very important, I am an advocate for bullet points on a piece of paper so that you, if this is a conversation that you're sitting down to have with someone and not just a spur of the moment, mm-hmm. that's a little different if you're having a spur of the moment conversation. But if it's a big enough, important enough conversation, then to have your bullet points so you can keep coming back, that helps you to stay on track because there's nothing like having it all mapped out in your head and then you get going and somebody responds or, you know, the, yeah. the, the engagement throws you off. Right. Like, what, what, what is it that might, everybody has a, a plan till they get punched in the face? <laughs> like yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. that idea. Mm-hmm. So once you get, you know, some words thrown back at you that throw you off, then you might lose the concise, <laughs> mapped out, art, well-articulated yeah, yeah. stance that you had. That right. might be lost. And so having those little bullet points, so when you're having this conversation, you can keep referring back. And that way, especially if you're speaking with somebody, you know, that may also go on tangents, you might lose the point that you were trying to get to because they've taken it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like those parts of it. So I just, I, I push for that as far as trying to be concise. Now, we don't always have the luxury of, conversations being able to be pre-planned and kind of mapped out. But I think that there is a lot of value in stopping yourself. And it's that breath, Mm -hmm. even before responding. Because I think of how many times I'm like uh, the wit, I'm quick with it. So I'm right back, right back, right back. But how many times it's just a, (sighs) give myself a second to think, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? right? Before just responding. Right may make the other person feel a kind of way cool but if it's for you to be able to try to get this out or if you realize that your emotion is creeping into this in a way that is gonna not let you articulate articulate yourself well enough Mm -hmm. or it's gonna put you in a a moment that you might just go off and (laughs) go down a a, a place that you don't want to be and or in saying things that you don't necessarily want to say or don't mean actually you're just at this point now i'm triggered and I'm just saying something to try to hurt you the way that I might feel. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's I'm I'm now speaking from a place of defense. Right, <laughs> right. Right. And so just being able to kind of remove yourself if possible. Um because sometimes it is. It it's having to keep yourself and going back to the 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 the, the point of what do we want our end goal to be? Right? right? What is the outcome we're looking for? Right. And that's where that breath and that pulling back for a moment to to gather. Because some people are, are good with like spinning. <laughs> right mm-hmm. they're good with throwing stuff out that have you shook like what what how did we get here right. and if you're talking with somebody that can talk circles essentially <laughs> then you may need to back up right but if you do have the opportunity to list something out that's that's definitely a um a plan that i stand by 100 percent. i've had to do it i do it even for myself of going through to make sure is this making sense Right. when I walk through this or am I just talking, just filling up air? Right. Because you can say the same thing 10 different ways. And I think sometimes that's what ends up happening. Is people yeah. are talking and you're saying the same thing over and over and over. And so at that point, it loses its effect because you just said it that many ways in different words when you could have just been bam, 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 bam. Right. This is this is what I this is where I'm at. This is what I mean. Right. Right. Of course. Easier said than done. Of course. Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah, that's for sure. Don't forget that part. <laughs> but trying to put it out there. But I do think that it is being able to check yourself when you feel that feeling yeah. starting to come in. Yeah. And that's that's the part that's hard. Yeah, yeah. 
that's the part where like everybody i mean not everybody but that's the part that most people you know fall short man yeah. because um you know we talking about an uncomfortable conversation and you know after everything that we've learned about people in general we realize you know that's the hardest thing in the world for people to have a productive yet uncomfortable conversation productive you know and yeah and productive being the key word because uncomfortable um is not a bad thing it's just it that that's the reason why it's necessary because it's uncomfortable you know if, if everything feel good and then you know you might want to worry that maybe something might not be real because everybody doesn't know everybody like they think they do you know or we don't really know each other's experiences to the depths we know our own and sometimes we think we do and we approach from that angle and then that's what makes people uncomfortable sometimes i think instead of being heard being told that your experiences are probably just like mine <laughs> yeah you know what i mean and that's yeah. how the conversations get started yeah. you know and then it goes left from there because again that's the generalization you know and that's why a big part of calculated conversation is understanding just how different people are, even though we do have similar qualities and, you know, backgrounds. But you still got to understand that there's going to be some major differences. Man. There's things that you can't see about people. And, yeah, even know? even how people, because it's, you know, we talked about this yeah, previously of, like, keep it 100, just be straight. It's like, nah, you don't, people don't be wanting people just to be, all no, the way no, no, direct no, no, and solidly no. like that's it sounds good in theory i get what you're saying <laughs> right yeah. but if that was the case your feelings would be hurt all the time and <laughs> and some people let, let me let me step back some people do genuinely operate well <laughs> in that space right. and under those conditions that's not a majority in my opinion i guess in my my experience so my experience and opinion mm -hmm. that's not the majority so typically people want you to be like 85 percent right no really though <laughs> they really. want you to be about 85 really and that's you know and 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 there's an understanding mm -hmm. that the way that you receive feedback you know, we talked about the book. Thanks for the feedback. The way that you take feedback and the way that I take feedback could be two completely different things. Right. right. To where I could be that direct with you. Right. Mm -hmm. And there's a way you may be able to be where I'm like, nah, I, I, I prefer we have the conversation this way. Right. Mm -hmm. That this is what's going to make it stick for me. Right. It, it's more logical or not logical, but it, it makes more sense when this information is coming across when we're framing it like this, right? right. And we, again, we don't always have the luxury of getting um, getting that handed to us, right. but we have to try to understand a little bit that if we're not doing, if if we're we're not effectively communicating, right. if we're right, not, right. if we're right. only operating from how our logic works, right? That's not how it. And there's a few questions that could be. If this is a conversation that that is that important, yeah. it's some of those questions. You almost have to uh, vet <laughs> the person you're talking to. To kind of get an understanding. And this is, this I think, if this was done more often, we think of a great example with uh, E-40 and um, uh, Richie, Rich. Richie Rich. We're having a moment right there where something was taken, and but was they were able to come together, have a conversation, right. and see where they were mi both missed this whole, yeah. like, right. oh, okay, right? 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 Yeah. But had to gain an understanding by going back and forth and asking some more questions, as opposed to just going off on whatever handle. Yeah. They 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 kept it fairly close before, and that was a, I feel like a great example of what conversation and actually trying to figure out where somebody's coming yeah. from and and having the conversation with them in a manner that works. Right, right. Like like the conversation we were just having, you know, with Charlize and, and the other co-hosts. Um, 
we really have to decide what we want here. Do we want to be right or do we want to understand? Because uh, sometimes they're not the same thing. At all. You know, um, and and being able, and, and write this down if you're listening out there, you know, the, the most successful people um, understand both sides of any given situation, you know. They don't have to like both sides. They don't have to push both sides, but they want to make sure that they have the information. So one big part of, you know, since I've grown and matured, you know, a little bit with where I was, you know, um, in conversation, a lot of times when I'm in the middle of a disagreement and I can sense that there's a major misunderstanding and people will let you know that, well, you don't understand either, Mm. you know. And so my question is always tell me, what information do you think they're missing? Yeah. Well, what am I missing here? That's mm-hmm. one of my most popular questions when I'm in a misunderstanding. Because yeah. I want to, I know if I'm missing information, let me know what that is first. Right. Let's start there. Yeah. You think I'm missing something. That's why you're frustrated. Right. What am I missing? Right. You know, and sometimes they can answer. Sometimes people don't really know what you miss and they just don't really want to be fully accountable for whatever their role is, right. you know. And so it's a slippery slope. But. You know, the most effective people, you, you always want to know um, both sides. You always want to ask questions before you come to any conclusion. Uh, and you uh, you always want to stay away from trying to, you know, f- depict somebody's intentions, you know, trying to tell somebody what their intentions are. Right. <laughs> I like to talk about the effects. Yeah. Okay, I'm not saying what you were you were trying to hurt me. What I'm saying is this situation did hurt me. Right. And if you weren't trying to hurt me, I want to know what what am I missing or what were we missing in this situation that it make it end up like this? Where did we miscalculate? You know? That's an important important conversation, you know, and as a society, we have to get more comfortable with uncomfortable conversation. It's not always fun, but it's so informative. And usually when you leave these situations, you know exactly where you stand. You know exactly what you need to do. Mm -hmm. And when you don't know where you stand and you don't know what you need to do, then everything you're going to do from here on out is going to be confusing, you know, and that's the bottom line. And the more confusing people are with each other the more distant they are the more upset they are the more angry the more frustrated the more friendships get lost and the more families get you know separate so you got it you know it's definitely hard especially for the introverts uh we come from a society that typically tells people if you tell someone how you feel or if you bring up a situation that's um you know adverse for you you're starting a problem mm-hmm. And people don't want to start problems, but we must understand whether we talk about it now or talk about it later, it's going to get talked about because it's going to come back up and it's going to stay lingering until the information is dealt with and it's parallel and everybody understands what's going on. And until then, there's no way to move forward genuinely, Mm. you know, and so. Um, think about those uncomfortable conversations. Think about what your goal is. You know, if you don't like talking too much or, you know, if you if you, you struggle with getting the words out, you know, see if you can write them down to yourself for a while and start writing out before you even have a conversation. Maybe mm-hmm. write out what is my main goal? What do I want this person to understand that they're mm-hmm. not understanding? Mm-hmm. And and maybe even write out more than one scenario. Oh. And maybe even write out more than one scenario. Okay, so let's say I just... Let's say I go, uh, I ask to have a conversation and, you know, I just accuse them of trying to hurt my feelings. Okay, well, you know, 
you can you can you can you can look at that situation and, and try that that angle, and then you go deeper. Well, he's going to get upset, and he's going to argue more, and he's going to be more upset about how I came at him than what I came at him about. Mm. You know, or you can say, hey, you know, I can you know talk to the guy and you know let him know, hey, I'm feeling a certain way. Um, I don't want to feel that way. I'm not mad, but I am confused, and I think that we should have a conversation. You know, and I'm not saying you did it on purpose. I just want to know. You know what you were thinking, and and I want you to know what I'm thinking. Right. You know, right. Right. I mean, we're talking about calculating, and, and the goal is to keep us close and keep us together. Right. That's the main goal. The goal ain't for us to lead the conversation, saying I don't ever want to see you again. <laughs> you know, that's <laughs> really that's typically, and, and that and, and that happens. Yeah, no, definitely. So that happens definitely. all the time, and that's not even the goal most of the time. Right. So we got to think, what information are we missing in there? So, with that being said uncomfortable conversation try to try to make it you know normal if possible um you know do your homework uh, get your point across stay respectful keep away from blaming and let's just talk about how to fix the results and if you have somebody that is being open to you talking to them mm-hmm. make sure that you're operating from a space of trying to inform and not scorn <laughs> not trying to throw the jabs now that they're trying to be receptive to you, being open in there. Because I see that sometimes where you give somebody the space to give the floor. I've watched it happen many a times. You get going and it's like, you're oh, you just wanted to kind of give these jabs <laughs> without doing it, talking over each other. You just wanted to direct. And it's like, no, nah, that's not what this is for. Right. So if that's the case, then that's where, you know, uh, if you're on the receiving end of the day, you might just have to pull away from it. Because clearly this person is not trying to connect and have an understanding. At that point, that person is essentially just trying to keep this going and having a soundboard (laughs) to get all this stuff off of their chest. Whatever, you know, spiteful things they want to say or whatever that is, you got to back away from that. That's where you got to pull back. And again, if you're the person who is attempting to calculate you have your 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 bullet points and so on this can't be because most people are not going to sit and listen to you just tear them down so if your bullet points are just points about how this other person is wrong most people aren't going to sit through that right Right, right. so this has to be kind of thought out in a way (laughs) where your bullet points are more of what you feel right Right. these what this is making you feel like Right. As opposed to telling somebody that you're not, yeah. you, uh, you like, not too many of us are going to sit there no, and no, just no. get bombarded, right? right? So just take that into account as you're making these bullet points that these are pieces of of you wanting to clear yeah. the air. Right. And, and again, having that conversation, and, and like we talk about all the time, but just to reiterate, because we also just talked about this with... Uh, the last host, uh, Charlisa. Um, Just the fact that, you know, because conversations don't get calculated as much as they should, um, people have a conversation, um, they have an argument or disagreement, and a lot of times they don't even realize they're not talking about the same thing. Very much so. You know, like we haven't even asked each other any questions to even determine what aspect of this thing we're talking about. And again, you guys may have heard this before, but, you know, we definitely want to keep this like at the forefront of our mind in case there is a disagreement or a misunderstanding. Because you want to know, 
because that means the information is missing. You know, we have yeah. to remember information is missing. You know, the idea of calculated conversation is designed to fill the blanks in with that information so that we can move forward together, mm -hmm. you know, not separate, but together. That's the goal. Because um, if we look into, you know, move separate, then there's no need to talk anyway. Mm. You know, but this is for the people who want to get it right. The people who really want to connect a little bit deeper and find out, you know, what are they missing about other people that's causing these interactions, you know, to all go south. This, you know, so keep that in mind as we uh, get on to the next subject. Yes. Um, same subject. But, same, you know, yeah, we're in the same realm. We're touching different aspects of it, though, just to make sure that we stay deep. So what uh, I want to ask you, like, what's an area for yourself that you feel you can improve when it comes to communication? Um, I'm going to say trying to be patient when it's clear that I'm talking to someone who have no idea what they're talking about. Hmm. You know, I know that doesn't sound good, but um, remember, um, you know, I'm finally getting to a point to where I'm not saying anything or doing anything by accident. Hmm. You know, I'm getting to a point now to where I'm not making any judgments until I get questions and I understand first. Mm. Um, I'm to a point now to where uh, before I even start to disagree, I want to I want to see if we even talking about the same information first. You know, so I don't state my points. I ask questions first, you know, and mm. that's 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 because I want to make sure that I know what I'm talking about. You know, and 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 so and if I don't know what I'm talking about, I don't talk about it. I ask questions about it again. And so, you know, we living in this world where people are constantly talking about things they really don't know about and they haven't even asked any questions about yet. Mm. You know, and so as I've been practicing with myself, I'm having to realize that people still don't, you know, practice these tools of, of probing first you know it's just this how it is this is what i know and this is it and this always been it yeah you know or um you know and this is like and i don't know I sometimes i don't know what to do because it's like you know um i heard a, a philosopher i'm not sure which one it was but i seen a quote from a philosopher that said basically um most people in the world don't know what's going on and even deeper than that, they don't know that they don't know what's going on. Mm. You know what I'm you saying? You don't know what you don't know. And so mm. with that being said, like, you know, me understanding that they don't know, but trying to tell me mm. and knowing I've already done that homework yeah. and I'm trying to, I'm not trying to compete, but I'm trying to, you know, sometimes get them to relax so they can kind of see where the bigger picture is. Because yeah. I do listen and, you know, I do ask questions. And when you ask people questions, you realize when they don't know what they're talking about, they don't have the answers, mm. you know? And so it's like just being more, you know, dealing with people, you know, which is not abnormal, but it's just we trying to get on this new wave of being intentional with what we're doing and what we're saying. Right. And so I think dealing with the challenge of knowing that, you know, we're always going to be outnumbered, mm. I think, um, is the frustrating part. <laughs> you know, no matter how long we do this, um, how much we talk about these ideals and these formulas, we're going to always be outnumbered. Mm. You know, and I think that is hard for me because in my mind, I don't think it, I just don't believe it has to be like that. Yeah. But, you know, in in the way of the world, that's the way it's going to be mm -hmm. for a majority of people. Um, 
there's people that listen to us right now or, you know, that or people in my life that I come across. They think we don't know what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, they right. think, yeah, you're just talking too much. You talking about all that stuff that don't matter. Right. They think this stuff <laughs> doesn't matter. They don't you know, people don't understand the importance of having strategy and everything that you do and everything that you say. So there's no accidents with your energy. Mm. Um and it is a lot of work. I agree. So I mean, it's kind, of, and that's why I'm trying not to be biased because I I've done the work. So right. and I'm still doing it. You know, because I still haven't made it where I need to be. But I do see how much work it is. But you know, like if it's gonna be you know beneficial to myself and the people around me and my community, then I'm gonna do the work. Yeah. You know, that's the bottom line. I'm gonna get it done, and I'm gonna come in here and and we're gonna talk about it. Right. You know, we're gonna push it as far as we can and hope that some people hear these shows and say, you know what. You know, maybe those guys, you know, I'm going to try some of the stuff they were talking about and see what results I get. And then people come back and say, man, what you taught me really worked. Like people don't like people tell me all the time, like, man, I don't think people realize that you have a lot of the, you know, like you guys have a lot of the keys, Mm. you know, Mm. and I don't think people understand that, like how deep these keys really are and and the reason why we're doing this and what the overall benefit would be for everybody involved or around. Is is it? These are deep benefits, you know. Yeah. They're good, man. When applied, when applied. <laughs> that's like batteries sold separately, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, kind of in there. I think this, you know, uh, as a tie-in, we got about another ten minutes here. That's it. Yeah, that was a quick oh, and a fast and a, and a hurry. Um, X-ray. We need two hours. <laughs> um, one of the things that that you know, I was thinking about when it comes to like communication and expressing yourself through adversity in adversity because i feel like that's kind of we we kind of lumped that together um in what we just discussed Mm -hmm. but going even a step further into like the idea of personal branding and not just in the sense of Mm -hmm. you're you know you're you're trying to turn yourself into a business or something like that but Mm -hmm. understand that you know in you know i'll say our our 40 50 and under of having socials and Excuse me. Being in these different platforms, whether it's LinkedIn or it's Twitter or it's the gram, you know, uh, there's a brand that comes through and understanding the interactions that you have on a message board (laughs) where everybody is able to see this. um, Taking some time to, to think about that. Um, and what is coming across mm-hmm. and you know there's a lot of people that you know that, that said they don't they don't care I think that's the easy way it's like mm, there's there's some care to it um, right, right. I think there's many people who are able to go online and, and create an alternate version you mm-hmm. know of themselves and it's their way to kind of be whoever they've wanted to be mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. but for the people who are you know uh, self-aware mm-hmm. and a way that it does matter yeah. right yeah. Uh because there are some of us who are a brand, right. you know, an actual brand, and yeah. this translates to our business and so on. Right. Um, so with that that idea, you know, one of the things I for people who are wanting to strengthen their brand, <laughs> wanting to help build and use these platforms to, you know, continue, I think that we're coming across a lot of people who are trying to do things similar to what we're doing. We're, right. we're trying to leave our, our footprint. We're trying to make our mark as far as bringing the community together. And as we're doing this, we're kind of leading the charge in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. We, we have some examples out there, but we're creating these paths ourselves. Right. And one of the things that, uh, like, what is your message? 
right? Like, what is it that you're trying to get out? Mm-hmm. What is it that you're trying to convey, right, with the, with what you're doing? Right. And that's a question I feel like to really have to sit with because it's it's like your personal brand is your relationship with the people and it's it's with yourself, your reputation. Right. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. all of those parts, right? Right. right? And it's what the people get. And it's like, okay, are you? It's it's the funny guy. Is this the the yeah. or, or woman or it, or is it straight lace? Is it is it informative? Is it you know easy? Whatever that that piece right. is, right. and is that consistent, right? Because people learn to count on you. For what they can count on you for, mm-hmm. That's right? True. That's true. You think about the people that come to, you know, we think about our socials. People come to each of our pages for different things, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. And that is, it stays on brand. That's right. In person, it stays on brand. There's, you know, different things that we build up. And I think that um, for the people who are coming up and trying to figure that out, you know, asking themselves some of these questions, um, understanding like what problem do you solve right and and this is going more into the idea of (laughs) as you're 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 trying to go just from like oh i'm online to i'm trying to really do something like do you solve a problem right Right? i think we can say that we're trying to solve the problem of miscommunication right (laughs) right Right. of course and trying to solve the problem of being disconnected right we are trying to change that right um you talked earlier and we've talked about this before is like the idea of don't let society take advantage of you, take advantage of yourself, right? Mm-hmm. We all have something about us that's very unique. Mm-hmm. And if you take the time to kind of figure that thing out, it's like, what 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 do you do that has the least resistance as far as <laughs> when you're doing that thing? It just, it's too natural, yes. you know, to yes. sit with yourself for a little bit and really think about the times that you're doing, there's something that you do or you've done that it was like, that was a flow. Right. That was regular. Right. That was regular. So taking that and figuring a way to use that in service, <laughs> right, mm-hmm. of people or yourself. However, <laughs> you know, you would have twisted that. If you could do it for the people and it's also benefiting yourself because you're able to get something out of that, um, that's you exploiting your own uniqueness. Right. And it's like what, you know, what can make you stand out? It's like there's a million people doing the thing, but how do you make noise? Right. 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 Your personality has to be the noise that helps you to come across. And that's what people typically identify and relate to and connect with is somebody's personality Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. either it's something they identify with or it's something that they look, they wish they, they aspire to to be. There we go. They, they aspire to be. So if you're giving that, then that's what, your brand <laughs> is putting out there. That right. is what people will start to be attracted towards whatever the cause and get behind whatever it is that you're trying to push. Right. 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 And again, that may not be anything great. That may just be you having some great thoughts and some inspiration <laughs> that your thoughts lead you down, you know, a, 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 a spiral of thoughts that you're able to articulate something well and you just post it and people are able to go there and listen to your thoughts, read your thoughts and feel something from it. That might be your brand. You just put up great quotes right, <laughs> that right. are that are mm-hmm. yours. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people are able to get something from that. That is that is you taking what you're able to do. There's people I see on my timeline that I'm like, they're great with words. Mm-hmm. They are great yeah. with giving, being, again, concise and mm-hmm. getting to it. But like, yikes, that hit. Right. And those right. few characters, <laughs> that hit. Right. But again, just the, the, the branding yourself, the importance of that in all the capacity and realize that you don't want that backfiring <laughs> mm. on you with just not taking the time to think about how people are going to view. Right. Because your brand is always, 
it's always bigger than you you know you can't really separate yourself from it like uh people try too often you know mm -hmm. um it's just not realistic um you know and being able to uh you know like you said solve that problem uh connect with people um one of the things i know that i'm trying to do with my brand and i'm trying to prove and show um i'm trying to i'm trying to show people how uh positivity um helps build a successful brand mm -hmm. and the correlation between that you know a lot of reason why we interviewed certain people on the show mm -hmm. because their brand was doing well but they also powered it by positivity though mm -hmm. on the same and that, and that goes a long way mm -hmm. you know negativity doesn't go as long as people think it does it just pops off real quick mm -hmm. and then it dies down staying positive is a consistent a uh, long time, um, you know, marathon type road that typically will always protect you in the end because people always know they can depend on you. Yes. You know, and so because of that, you can always depend on them for support mm -hmm. and your brand stays stays alive, you know. And, um, you know, it's kind of funny just, you know, having, you know, my brand go from uh, being part of the sneaker culture to, you know, being associated with just this idea of positive energy. Mm -hmm. That was never mm -hmm. the goal, but it just happened because I've grown over time with it yeah. as a man. Yeah. And now that's when people wear that, they think I'm repping positivity, right. you know, and that's kind of crazy, but um, kind of a a blessing overall. So um, you are your brand, you know, and you, are. you will always be. And, and be so your brand. you guys can't separate yourself from each other. You guys are married. Hey, hey, hey. Whatever you do, it does. Whatever it does, you do. Yes, Lord. Uh, we're getting ready to wrap this episode up. I'm going to have the man right here across from me drop them socials on you right quick. All right, all right. Follow the Calculated Conversation show um, on IG at Calculated Conversation. Bam. Just the way it's spelled. Uh, Facebook, the Calculated Conversation radio show. Bam. Uh, Twitter at Calculated Talk. Bam. The website, www calculatedconversation.com bam we are also on uh google play store and we are also on itunes both calculated conversation yes 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 with that being said calculated everything everything you say and everything you do must be strategized until next week <laughs>